By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. Welcome to the Cannabis 101 podcast, part of the Cannabis Life Experience, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Join us on this journey and adventure with the wonderful plant. Here's your host, Dean Millard. Hello there and welcome to episode 87 of the Cannabis 101 podcast. My name is Dean Millard. Yes, we are. It's Sidney Crosby episode for us, number 87. This is hour one. Hour number two will come out uh, tomorrow morning. A really cool guest that we'll tell you about in a little bit. And it is, is, it is indeed not just about getting high. It's about getting healthy. And we're going to talk about uh, the health of the industry and uh, what some of uh, our own bodies do uh, with uh, cannabis and how we interact. All of that still to come on the program. But there is one unique way that we like to kick things off here on the show. And that's by finding out what's your groove. in your pipe and smoke it. Can you dig it? Kinda grabs you by the boo-boo, don't it? Pipe in a grape, long in a blitz. This is great. This is the bee's knees. Can you dig it? So when I ask what's your groove, if you're new to the show, I'm asking while you're listening to this and you're grooving with something and it has to do with cannabis, I'd love to hear about it. Maybe you've got a joint, maybe you just got some relaxing CBD, maybe you've ate or drank something or vaped something, I don't know, whatever it might be, hit me up on Twitter at the cannabis 101 and let us know what you are grooving with i have uh, in the uh, slash from stonesmiths the last of my good buds mango taffy flower rosin uh, that i picked up and uh, i love it two clicks let it fire up let it wait four seconds and then you know it's ready to go and then you uh vape away so I enjoy it very much. Uh, I use it uh, quite a bit. And now I'm going to have to go out and uh, get some more concentrate uh, to uh, throw in the old slash Aruni. All right, here is what's coming down the hash pipe on this episode. Uh, for this week in Cannabis News, it's going to be me solo. And uh, instead of David Wiley, David was tied up uh, with some work stuff as people are apt to be in these uh, times. So uh, David will rejoin us again next week, but Malka LaBelle will be here from the Green Generation Co. And we will discuss with her on the business of cannabis, the 
the cannabis space and um, the trials and tribulations and, and how it is under siege from certain angles. We're also going to talk about a guy we recently interviewed, Tanner Stewart, in uh, Game Changers, and what it means to be green. Well, we just passed St. Patrick's Day, and there's a seven-leaf uh, plant out there called marijuana that hopefully is bringing a lot of people some luck. We're going to talk music and our cannabis question. Uh, our cannabis character has to do with American Dad. Weed Word of the Day is about names for things, and we'll tell you about the Weed Weekly and our giveaway that we have every Friday uh, only for subscribers that you can sign up to by visiting the website. Also want to say hello to all the uh, people listening on gradio.ca. I love that the Cannabis 101 podcast is up there now and uh, bringing you everything you need to know, uh, or at least uh, we, we want to throw at you. Uh, certainly, we don't have all the answers here, that's for sure, uh, but we do have a lot of questions, and we try to get those answers uh, for you. So you can check that out uh, at gradio.ca. All right, let's start things off now with the cannabis question. It's prize time. Chime in on the cannabis question. Okay. And you could win a Cannabis 101 podcast prize pack. Pipe and a grape, bong and a blint. Hit us up on any of our social media feeds or email us at Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. Okay, here we go! So I, I don't know why I didn't ask this question last week when we actually had an artist on. Oh yeah, probably because I got high. Then I got high. Then I got high. It's the favorite song of my wife to sing when I uh, forget to, to do something that I said I would do. But anyway... This is a question I should have asked last week because we had a, a musical artist on. We did talk a little bit about, you know, what Charles uh, Padalino from Sea of Cars does like to listen to. But now I want to know what you like to listen to while you are using cannabis. What bands, what music, what type, what genre? Maybe it's a bunch of different ones. Maybe it depends on the cultivar you have. Certainly, uh, that could be a big one. Um, you know, if we're just talking general, probably the average, I would listen to Neil Young. He's he's my favorite artist uh, of anybody uh, out there. Uh, so I would probably, you know, that would be my go-to is listening to Neil Young. I, I like, I love that Apple Music allows you to create your own kind of uh, station from what you listen to or on satellite radio they have all the genres so stuff from the 70s 60s and the 70s are probably my favorite genre um especially when i'm getting high or consuming cannabis uh, i loved the 90s grunge um that's when i was a teenager in the late uh mid to late 90s um so i love that as well um uh, but when it comes to cannabis if i had to pick it'd probably be somebody like neil young um you know crosby stills nash and young the band, I love listening to Levon Helm's voice. Uh, probably people don't like it when I imitate him. But anyway, that's what I'm going with. And you can chime in on that and you could uh, get in the mix for a Cannabis 101 podcast prize pack. In fact, everybody that chimes in at any point during the show is entered into the Cannabis 101 podcast prize pack. We've got some cool hats from the OZ, among other things, to send out for those of you that chime in. And you can do that at the Cannabis 101 on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Cannabis 101 podcast. And you can participate in this and stay anonymous if that's what you would like by emailing Cannabis 101 podcast at gmail.com. 
www.thepatriotsocialcreditunion.com. And we'll get a prize, pa- prize pack out to you if your name is drawn out of a hat. Uh, by the way, check out my vibe on Relevant. Download the app. It's a very new, cool uh, way of uh, socially interacting that is cannabis friendly. How many of you have had your cannabis stuff taken down on Instagram or Facebook or anything, even Twitter sometimes? This is a great place for you. Join the Cannabis 101 podcast party. We have a cool message board. We're having some live audio chats, Q&As with current and past guests, the listener, the viewer, you. I want you to be participating in this. Join in the fun, asking your questions. Be a part of the program. So download the app, Relevant, the last E is irrelevant it's not there it's r-e-l-e-v-n-t and join my vibe the cannabis 101 podcast some really cool stuff that we're doing there and we're going to be doing uh we're building our community and we're going to have like i said a lot of live interactive sort of situations so download the relevant app and join uh, the cannabis 101 podcast vibe Big thanks to, uh, you know, Vibe for, uh, Relevant rather, for allowing me to create my Vibe and be a part of that. And of course, this show would not be possible without David Wiley of the OZ, Malcolm LaBelle from the Green Generation Company, and our friends like Stonesmiths. You can check them out at stonesmiths.ca. Uh, they're creators of The Slash. Beautifully created, built-in loader. Uh, it's it's beautiful, now, although it was snowing uh, earlier. Um, we have a battery that is built to last and built for cold. So hopefully we don't need it a whole lot more. And they're also working on a, a new chamber that's going to heat up even faster and bring you even bigger, bigger vape clouds. So I cannot wait to see that and uh, you know see what happens out of that. All right, let's get to this week in cannabis news without... David Wiley. What's happening? We'll tell you right now on This Week in Cannabis News. So this week, uh, I am focusing on one particular story that I found on uh, Reuters. And uh, this is really, really concerning for me. We've talked a lot in this very segment uh, with David Wiley about you know, what it could be happening within the United States uh, as far as maybe federal legalization or the decriminalization um, and and what, uh, you know, Joe Biden's real stance is on this because Joe Biden was not a a positive person when it came to cannabis. And, And Kamala Harris brought that to his campaign and brought that to the White House and, you know, by becoming the VP. And now we read this story from uh, Reuters that the White House on Friday has fired five employees over marijuana use, even after announcing a more lenient policy towards use of the drug plant a few weeks ago. And uh, White House Secretary Jen Psaki posted a tweet confirming the five removals after the, five removals after the Daily Beast reported that dozens of staffers had been suspended asked to resign or placed in a remote work program due to past marijuana use. Like, are they afraid it's contagious? Come on, Reefer Madness White House. Quote, we announced a few weeks ago that the White House had worked with the security service to update the policies to ensure that past marijuana use 
wouldn't automatically disqualify staff from serving in the White House. Continuing, quote, the bottom line is this. Of the hundreds of people hired, only five people who had started working at the White House are no longer employed as a result of this policy, end quote. Oh, only five. Is, is that the same as saying only X amount of people have died from COVID? Look how many people have lived. I mean, that's such an absurd statement. Now, what one thing we should point out, and I, I should point out, uh, is that we don't know what the five staffers uh, past indiscretions were, but I will just say this. I'm going to get more information on this story, obviously, as it, uh, as it develops and, and continues. But we need, uh, you know, as, as the public and particularly to my American listeners and viewers, thank you very much for tuning in. But especially you guys need to hold Joe Biden to the same standards that everybody tried to hold Donald Trump to. Like, I'll, I'll freely admit, I, I try to stay away from a lot of politics, but on this show, you, you kind of have to because we're talking about legislation and, and legalization and things like that. But I thought Donald Trump was an absolute tire fire. But I'm not just going to let Joe Biden off the hook because he's not Donald Trump. Joe Biden still has to live up to what he said he was going to do, whether that has to do with marijuana or anything else. So the American people, please hold your president accountable with what he said. It is ridiculous that in 2021, people are still getting fired or as uh, was reported by the Daily Beast, suspended, asked to resign, or placed in remote work programs due to past marijuana use. Come on, man. That is absolutely ridiculous. So please hold the president accountable on this and many other things because just because Joe Biden is not Donald Trump does not mean we have to let things slide. Now, this is the president of the United States that said some things during the uh, campaign, that campaigned on certain things, that told employees of the White House, uh, the staff of the White House, certain things, and then this is something that happens. So, please, hold him accountable for many of the things that he has said and uh, will still need to do to be a successful president. And, you know, I, I hope something happens with legalization, but this is not a good start. This is not a good start when the president is using past marijuana, whatever, I don't know what, what the severity are as grounds for removing after telling people it would be much more lenient. And, and using the only five, that's a bull. That's a, that's a only five. It doesn't matter. Still five people are, no longer have a job because of their past use of a plant. Come on, man. It's absolutely weak, weak stuff uh, from the White House. And that's a wrap with Dean Millard on this week in Cannabis News. <laughs>
that is the wonderful weed song from the artist My Dead Dog. You'll hear the marijuana song coming up a little bit later on. Uh, by the way, one more thing about that White House. Washington, D.C. legalized possession of marijuana for recreational use in 2015. And they are now firing people over that. Anyway, uh, I want to tell you about the uh, Cannabis and Hemp Expo that was supposed to be happening next month, but it has been postponed. Whenever this does take place, and hopefully it will, we'll be there broadcasting episodes of the Cannabis 101 podcast. You can find more information at CannabisHempExpo.com. And whenever this event gets off the ground, we will have some free tickets to give away and, as mentioned, be broadcasting episodes from the Expo Center or wherever this is going to be held. You got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. (laughs) It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Time now for Cannabis Characters. Dopest dope I've ever smoked. Celebrating the best from fictional 420 film. Hey, I am your stoner. <laughs> and beyond. Yeah, Maybe care with that, man. Uh, is it heavy stuff, man? All right, so here is our cannabis character for today, going with uh, Klaus Heisler, uh, voiced by D. Bradley Baker uh, from American Dad. And uh, this is the uh, voice of the goldfish on American Dad. Uh, it's, a, it's a bizarre show if you've never seen it. You know, Family Guy has a talking dog. This show has an alien and a talking goldfish, among other things. So... Uh, I, I think that this show is pretty funny. I've been watching a lot of it on uh, Adult Swim as of late. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's got some uh, pretty good uh, cannabis humor uh, going on as well. So we're going to focus on the uh, character of Klaus Heisler, uh, voiced by D. Bradley Baker from American Dad. And in this clip, uh, the fish gets into the brownies and actually is quite hilarious. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Has anyone seen the scuba divers that floats in my tank? It's been two days, and I'm starting to get worried. (gasps) Brownies. Oh, Klaus, no, don't don't eat that. Why? (laughs) Wait. Luke would be on drums? No, 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 no. Luke would be on lead guitar, Chewie on drums, and Darth Vader on bass. Oh, that would be the greatest concert of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what would Yoda play? Oh, I forgot about Yoda! (laughs) They say if you play it backwards, you can hear the voice of a dead kid. Wait, how do you play Monopoly backwards? Uh, so pretty funny stuff, a uh, little bit of a scene mashed together with Klaus. I love playing, you know, everybody talks about playing Sabbath uh, on 78 speed, as uh, Tommy Chong, uh, Bob Bitchin said in uh, one of their tapes, or uh, playing Sabbath backwards, you hear the devil, and you play Monopoly backwards, and you hear that. So uh, quite interesting stuff uh, from uh, fam- American Dad, uh, well, the same creator as Family Guy, uh, Seth MacFarlane. 
but uh, I, I love it. I think it's so uh, funny. And uh, Haley is, uh, and her boyfriend, her husband, Jeff, are the big stoners uh, in the show, but obviously uh, Klaus uh, getting involved as well. So there you go. Klaus Heisler, the goldfish, voiced by D. Bradley Baker uh, from American Dad. And that is our cannabis character today. This is the Business of Cannabis, a joint venture between the Green Generation Co. and the Cannabis 101 podcast. Bringing you the latest bud, biz, buzz. Another segment of the business of cannabis here on the Cannabis 101 podcast with Malka LaBelle of the Green Generation Company. You can find her online at www.greengencompany.com and find out how Melka can help you. And uh, I, I can help Melka right away with a weather report because it is <laughs> snowing a whole lot out my window right now in Edmonton. So your spring is going to have to wait, Melka. Oh, don't say that. It was gorgeous this morning. It was gorgeous all weekend. Look at Let's this. Let's not jinx it. Don't even. Oh my God. Go away. Go away. I, I'm happy to be getting to BC later this week to all my buddies, clients, and customers. Hopefully, it's nicer out there than out here in Alberta. Indeed. So, we're under siege here with this spring snowstorm. And the lead this week is about uh, the cannabis industry under siege from all sides. What do you mean by this? Yeah, you know, I just, it's kind of like a feeling that has lots of uh, evidence in different places. So I outlined or I listed five different uh, places where I believe are sort of attacking the cannabis industry as a whole or in Canada. Um, number one, I would say, you know, consistently our friends, family, neighbors that still just don't get it and like don't understand how this is an industry or a thing or why people would use cannabis still scratching their heads and and that's okay you know people are allowed to not get it um so then maybe let's just learn a bit you know they need, need to take a step back and do a little bit more learning which is fine the other place is it's more of an opportunity for the industry is we're seeing a lot more foreign investors with big fat wallets and opportunistic uh, approaches to buying up an industry that might be able to help theirs or help their uh, cause. So we're seeing a lot of uh, bids or buying up of private and public companies uh, from foreign buyers with well-funded uh, history of deep pockets. We're also seeing a lot of multinational companies like uh, that may have had a sort of a dark record or a black spot in the past, like i.e. tobacco. I wanted to say the stinky, the stinky <laughs> record. I don't know if that's the right word, but we're seeing a lot of that happening. And and honestly, like I was originally sort of really concerned about this, but in diving deeper into the actual deals, it's actually been a good thing. They really held up in terms of the value of cannabis companies. So under siege, maybe not so much as more as like, let's just do the metrics here before, you know, giving ourselves over to an industry that, you know, has not had the best reputation for creating uh, positive or benefits to their end users. And then the other one is from regulators and governments that are just still, again, scratching their heads. Like, you know, they look at cannabis from a risk only perspective. And I just came off a call with this at the table where they were literally only looking at it from the harm of people perspective and there's no space for considering the positive 
benefits of cannabis as an industry or as a product or as a commodity, you know, really not seeing there's a place to put a, a check mark next to like, what are the positive health outcomes, the stress uh, possibility for helping people deal with things like that, or, you know, possibly a job count. How many jobs has the industry provided to Canadians and worldwide uh, with legalization in different forms, you know, mounting government debt with COVID, you know, you want to know about how to fix that trillions of dollars of debt crisis. What about a new industry to get things going? Can we put a check mark there? Um, you know, economic diversification, not being so held up on oil and gas or uh, other industries that are sort of having their, their dying days. And really the diversity of ideas and innovation, does it have to be tech? Everything has to be tech these days, but really innovation is just doing something new to an old thing. So could it be that? So these are the things that I'm not seeing as really being recognized. And this is why I'm saying it's under siege. And I put this picture here of Ellie Wiesel, um, this quote from him, because I saw this across my LinkedIn. And this is exactly what we mean is there's a lot of people who just are afraid to stand up or saying what they believe. And this has really come out of the whole cancel culture in the US and lots of places where people's belief systems are being challenged because they have that belief system. And that is, in my opinion, not cool. And this is why. So Elie Wiesel, uh, if you don't know who that is, uh, you need to do a little bit of a search on him. He's a Holocaust survivor. And he came, went on to survive, uh, not only survive Auschwitz and the death, death camps, but he went on to write many, many pieces of work, including literature that we read. It was mandatory in, in, high, in uh, elementary, or sorry, junior high and high school, Night by Elie Wiesel, one of the most famous books that he wrote. It's not very long, but it's an eye-opening, riveting experience from a literary perspective of the basically the harms that people can suffer at the hands of others. And he's essentially coming out and saying here, it, 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 people always, um, you know, take sides, but neutrality helps the oppressor. So that means if you're neutral, if you don't say what your position is, um, then you're really, um, never the victim is is going to be helped here. Silence encourages uh, the tormentor, never the tormented. And it's basically just a statement that if you don't say anything, if your beliefs are strong, but you don't say them, you're essentially just helping the people that are against your beliefs. And that's the piece of this that I think is missing. And, and the summer, summation of that is with the CPG company really still going hard on that THC percentage. And really that's like the only thing that attenders can talk about is that percentage and sell on. This is a fundamental, a mental, a fundamental lack of really understanding the nature of this plant and that we just don't understand it yet. And I think that this quote by uh, J. Scott Turner that Cody Peterson posted, and Cody Peterson is a, is a fantastic, he's a medical uh, pediatric pharmacist from the States who's been very vocal about the science and research understanding the endocannabinoid system and, and how it interacts with the human body. He posted this uh, thing saying that the endocannabinoid system is shared amongst most living creatures. Um, and to think about that in the quote is homeostasis of life is life's fundamental property, which just distinguishes us from non-life. In short, homeostasis is life. And cannabis helps with homeostasis. And that's the fundamental difference of this plant than any other CPG product, any other ingredient, anything else on this earth that we've marketed or sold. And essentially it works with our bodies naturally. It doesn't need a sales team in some cases, you just need to try it and it will work unto of itself. And if you got the right thing, just try another one. There isn't a lot of harm in that. And this is the point I'm getting at is that 
we're under siege from a lack of understanding. We're under siege by people that have a lot of money, but really we're really under siege at the risk of lo losing what the actual benefits of the cannabis plant are in its natural plant form. And as Canadians, we lose that risk uh, because if we haven't spoken clearly and loud enough, because Canadians tend to not do that as much, we risk our advantage of Canadians and our country and our, our wonderful place being the place that's going to receive the, the outcomes and the positive benefits of that in the long run. Yeah, and, uh, uh, you know, a lot's to unpack in that. But the, the one thing I agree with is why can't we be promoting uh, the industry, the jobs, the job creation. Um, you know, we're, I don't think we're ever going to get the federal government to talk about health benefits of recreational cannabis. I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. There's, you know, there, there are medical benefits. Maybe we can make uh, progress on the medical side, although that needs a, a whole lot of work. Um, but I, I am starting to see, you know, the, the bud tenders that I talk to, um, you could tell which bud tender is uh, experienced, which bud tender is educated by them talking about more than just THC and the, you know, the, the different things that we're always talking about, the entourage effect. But there is so much more about this plant that could be explained to people on such a bigger level than just at the, the bud tender level. So we have a lot of work to, to go. Um, you know, I know people like you and, and Nathan Meissen and others are working really hard on trying to make some changes and, this is how we do it. Like we keep pounding the pavement, you know, baseball one out of three is really, really good. And, you know, we, we, if we convince <laughs> one out of three people, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. And the bed tenders are the answer. Actually, you're hundred percent right. If every bed tender spoke to not just the people that came into their store, but everyone else around their world, um, even their member of MLA or their member of parliament, that's actually does turn the needle. So having more people at the grassroots level that are seeing the benefits by having a job, by having a voice, by not being, you know, essentially employed by the government because they don't have any other work. Those are the people that are really going to make the change. And you're 100% right. They just need to do it a little bit more and a little bit often and we'll see mm -hmm. more change faster. Yeah. And, and, you know, maybe we can see some, you know, some sort of uh, PSAs or advertisements that are encouraging people to learn about the plant and just instead of just telling them all the harmful effects, do your own research as an adult and make your own choice like the free people that we are. It would be nice to see a little bit more encouragement from that. Um, you know, one thing we don't need to encourage is how good of things uh, that that this next gentleman is doing that we're going to talk about in Changemakers. And, and, and I just recently had him on. We talked about their bath bombs. I love the Blue Dream bath bomb because Blue Dream is my jam. And we're talking about Tanner Stewart, cannabis superhero. Yeah, I love Tanner. So exactly. And, and sometimes I feel that uh, like I see all the stuff that he's working on in different places. And I do feel that he is bearing the weight of the world on his shoulders sometimes, especially with the recent stuff in New Brunswick. He's really come out to help to help the industry and not let it be overrun by foreign investors who don't have the interest of New Brunswickers or Canadians, if that's the right term, or Canadians at heart. Um, so basically, this is what I want to shout out. Like he's literally, I feel he's done so much. And not only in his in the plants that he's growing and the products that they're making, you know, aquaponics, this is jam in terms of how they grow um, in New Brunswick with his um, food and fish, medicine, farm to table, that whole concept. Before that, though, he was a real thought leader and an executive producer behind this Netflix, or actually it's a prime movie now, The Need to Grow. And it was co-executive produced by himself and Rosario Dawson and, and, and narrated by Rosario Dawson. So it's a really wonderful movie to see and to hear and to listen to. And I, I actually heard about it from, from Tanner himself. 
And this is the kind of thing I heard. This is the best quote. I love this. This is from an, a political person formerly in politics. She's uh, working with me as an advisor. And basically she, she said, these kinds of, of documentaries on Netflix or whatever prime are the kind of things that, that uh, politicians hate. And it's because it, they, they, it's because their constituents and they're, the people that are around them that are, they're supporting are become more educated than they do in a very short period of time. And that's what's happening with these kinds of Netflix and documentary specials that are really highlighting the basic things that we need in our world, like the need to grow is all about, about plants being the foundation of rejuvenation of our planet. Just let's grow more plants. And sort of that's mm. the point. And this is the piece of that the politicians have a hard time wrapping their head around. It's like, well, how do we affect change if we just need to grow plants? Like it sort of like takes them out of the picture, but it's just an education piece. Like you said, it's turn on Netflix, turn on prime, and you will see some of these amazing, well done documentaries like people like Tanner did in his early days that are essentially laying the groundwork for the belief system and the values that are needed to underpin the cannabis sector and then go further like he already has and mentoring other microgrowers and pioneering uh, sustainable packaging and the bath bombs are inside of. Yeah, everything, the wrap around the actual bomb is uh, biodegradable. So it, it's amazing. There, there are some really, really good uh, documentaries out there. And, and, and that, of course, is one of them. Another good one, if people really want to see how cannabis can be beneficial on the medical side, watch Weed the People. Get a tissue box mm-hmm. because it's a tough mm-hmm. watch, but it is amazing mm-hmm. to see some of the results. So if you're a non-believer and you can get through Weed the People and still think <laughs> cannabis is devil's lettuce and, and awful, then yeah. and I'm not sure you have a soul or a heart uh, because <laughs> exactly. those things are, are wonderful. And this one, you know, and, and as you mentioned off the top, the, you know, the the public profile that he has out out east and and you know um lobbying the government to not make it a monopoly and things like that like he he cares about the industry because he wants to put food on his table but he cares about the industry because he believes in it as well and that's why the title is appropriate cannabis superhero yeah a change maker forever (laughs) indeed all right Uh, as for what it means to be green Wow, uh, this is very, very green, and I, I just feel lucky looking at it. Thank you. I hope so. This is a, I put together my lucky charm. So the funny thing about the, the cannabis uh, New Brunswick piece, there's the bottom corner. So that was actually on his post from the CBC uh, that Tanner did, because there's literally a, a cannabis store at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> I just thought it was so appropriate. So this is all about, you know, it was just this past week, it was St. Patrick's Day and the luck of the Irish and the green clover. I wanted to reflect on that for a minute. And really this week, this month, this year, at least for me, has been filled with a number of unexpected twists and turns that have all popped up and really challenged my my ability to, to be. Like really, I've had to really question what it is to be Malka and what it is to be a person. And I really have aligned with my green means go with the color green um, as my approach to how do I navigate some of these really complex things that are going on in this world and trying to look for signs, like look for the signs that maybe this is the right direction. Um, And I use the analogy, you know, um, this is just, I don't, there's no analogy. Green has been the color of choice for my business. It's been the color of choice for the industry. And I'm hoping that there's a pot of gold, not necessarily in, in actual gold, but in 
good vibes, which is why I put that little sign there in uh, prosperity and happiness. And that maybe the seven leaf flower, which is the cannabis flower, um, will turn into a four leaf flower and be lucky uh, for all of myself and for everyone that surrounds me. So that's my hope and my wish is that what it means to be green. And, and there's some Patrick's along the way. So there's actually three Patrick names of Pat person. Their actual birth name was Patrick that have come up in the last uh, 18 months that were those turning points. Those are the points in the road. Uh, Patrick was Otis Raw. Patrick was the passing of Patrick Romeo and Patrick from Zone 3. Those are three actual people named Patrick that all come up, which posed that fork to me. And I went with the green path. So hopefully those are the right decisions. And uh, the luck of the Irish hopefully is on my side. Yeah, well, you know, pot of gold can mean many things without it being uh, gold, as you mentioned. Uh, fulfillment, satisfaction, uh, good relationships, good friendships, just watching the plant grow before us. So, uh, you know, whatever's at the end of that rainbow is different for so many people, but involving it with the color green seems to be apropos for this segment, this show, and this entire industry. Um, you know, maybe we got to come up with some seven leaf clovers out there as uh, some sort of good luck charm for people. Love it. That's the next challenge, G. That's the next challenge. Indeed. All right. Well, you can find out how Melka can help you by heading to www.greengencompany.com and get Melka on your side. Thank you so much, as always, for joining me, Melka. Hopefully the snow will stop soon and spring can continue. And, of course, have a wonderful trip out west. I can't wait to chat with you again and hear all about it. Thanks, Dean. You have a great week, too. This is the Cannabis 101 podcast. It's all part of the cannabis life experience. Turning the wheel of cannabis. One toke at a time. All right. Past episodes can be found at www.cannabis101podcast.ca There's the website right there if you're watching. If you're listening and you'd like to check us out, uh, we have a YouTube channel, cannabis101podcast.ca Our YouTube channel is cannabis101podcast. The website is cannabis101podcast.ca You can get to that as well. You can also sign up uh, for the Weed Weekly. That gets you uh, an email in your inbox every Friday, recapping the show, bringing you some new cool things and giving away a Cannabis 101 podcast. And if you do feel like helping us out, we do have a Patreon uh, account and a button right there that you can uh, help out, uh, which is hopefully one of your favorite podcasts. And if you would like to get one of my favorite devices, it's the Slash from Stonesmiths. Uh, they're one of our partners, along with David Wiley and Malcolm LaBelle, who you just heard on The Business of Cannabis, and I absolutely love it. It just takes four seconds to heat up. you got three different temperature settings, and yeah, the team at uh, Stonesmiths, uh, they've got the Slash dialed in, and uh, it's absolutely amazing. Um, it's going to be so much fun uh, using the Slash uh, this summer on some really cool camping trips and uh, different things that I will hopefully uh, be able to do as long as things uh, clear up COVID-wise. Check them out on the web, www.stonesmiths.ca. Bud, dope, flower, ganja, Mary Jane. We all have our own language when it comes to cannabis. Herb, John Lennon, plant. 
tie stick, Sally. So let's explore another weed word of the day. Samuel L. Jackson, the Hobbit's Leaf, Lady Gaga, 420. All right, so if you're watching, you can see the couple of words that we're talking about, dope and cannabinoids. Um, so dope is a very old term. Some say it comes from the Dutch word dupe, which means a thick sauce and is meant as an insult when calling a person a dupe, and then it became dope, I guess, North Americanized maybe. It was used for opium in the 1800s. Like, if you watch a lot of uh, Westerns uh, where there's uh, any kind of uh, opium element, they'll call it dope. Like, you know, this guy's on the dope. Doc Holliday's on the dope or whatever. This is on the dope. Uh, they're, they're sucking opium. Uh, I think in one of the wider movies uh, that happened. Definitely in uh, some of the other movies that I've seen, uh, guys uh, get on the dope uh, in the old Westerns. And then in the 90s, it's... Uh, Became in the 1900s, rather, um, it was a term for weed. Uh, they started calling dope weed a little bit. Now, these days, if you ask somebody for dope, you're you're probably asking for heroin. They're going to think you're asking for heroin, especially if they're in the drug business. Uh, my father-in-law and one of my buddy's father have used it to refer to people that smoke weed as dopers or uh, on the dope, but not really. Like We, we kind of joke around about it because of that. Uh, nowadays, and I don't even think I ever called it uh, dope, really. Uh, weed, marijuana, whatever, bud, tree. I don't think I called it dope until I heard uh, other people th- saying it uh, about smoking weed, and I'm like, what What uh, decade were you born in? Obviously not the same one as me. So, And that just goes to show that there's uh, different terms for different eras and things like that, uh, obviously. The other standard term we're going with is cannabinoids. And so these are compounds in the cannabis plant that interact with the body's endocannabinoid system. The two main cannabis receptors are CB1 and CB2. This is how pain relief is distributed uh, in the body, uh, especially using cannabis. Karyophyllene binds with the CB2 receptors, and it is a rare terpene and cannabinoid. Uh, the most well-known cannabinoids are THC and CBD, and those are probably the ones that you've heard. Uh, now you know what they are. THC obviously has the uh, more psychoactive effect. CBD uh, is more uh, for, you know, different kind of pains relief um, and, and just uh, relaxation, anxiety. Soon, though, you will start hearing more about uh, cannabinoids like CBG. Uh, there's one called CBC. I <laughs> uh, don't know if it uh, has anything to do with uh, Hockey Night in Canada or not. And there's there's much more. So that's what cannabinoids are. When you hear, if you're very new to cannabis and you hear THC and CBD, uh, they are a cannabinoid. Uh, there are many of them and still a lot of them still to be uh, discovered. There's so many different compounds that are within the cannabis plant and that we are still discovering it literally is, as Nathan Meissen likes to say, it's the tip of the iceberg. Uh, we only know maybe the 10% about the plant yet, and uh, we're diving in uh, uh, down low, down below the sea to find out what exactly uh, uh, this plant can do with us. And man, when that happens, uh, look out because it'll be an unbelievable cannabis experience uh, for all of us. The Cannabis Life Experience. It's not just about getting high. It's about getting healthy. Turning the wheel of cannabis, one toke at a time. All 
All right. Thank you very much for uh, tuning into this episode, 87 Hour One. Uh, if you did enjoy it, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click that bell. You'll get a notification every time an episode comes out. And please, wherever you're watching or wherever you're listening, leave us a review. Let us know you know, what you think of the show. Love to hear uh, how we can improve the show. And obviously those reviews are pretty important for uh, podcasters like myself. You can join the Cannabis 101 podcast vibe at Relevant. Download the app. Uh, the last E isn't there. It's R-E-L-E-V-E-N-T, R-E-L-E-V-N-T. Uh, just download the app, find us, and join the party. We're going to have lots of things going on over there in the next little while and, and ongoing. And, of course, you can head to the Cannabis 101 podcast.ca where you could subscribe to the Week Weekly uh, find out what is happening with the Cannabis 101 podcast, catch up, and only if you're in the mix will you receive this and be entered into the Wheel of Names. We spin it every Friday and give away a prize pack, but it is only for subscribers. Plus, it's an easy way to keep up to date with what is hopefully one of your favorite podcasts. If you'd like to become a partner, email me, cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. Or if you think you would make a great guest, would love to hear from people who have a great story. Reach out with an email. Hour number two comes your way on Wednesday morning, and it's going to feature Kevin Anderson, head grower of Broken Coast, in a unique format, an interview. Uh, that will set up uh, our feature interview. And, of course, Chris Ionson, our regional manager from Plant Life Canada on Know Your Buds. He is our educator, and we'll dive into another cultivar there as mentioned past episodes at cannabis 101 podcast.ca and you can find other shows at podcastalley.ca. i've got a few fantasy hockey and scouting shows on that one as well and you can find everything at podcastalley.ca. thank you so much for tuning in big thanks to malcolm labelle for a really cool segment that we did on the uh, business of cannabis david wiley will join us next week i'll talk to you tomorrow and then individual segments start coming out on thursday remember it's not just about getting high it's about getting healthy and i leave you as we always do with the marijuana song from the artist my dead dog